Hi, everybody. It's Marilyn Harris of Hard at Work. And we're on the show called The Impactful Legacy. And what does impactful legacy mean? It really means about whatever you're doing right now that is impacting your community, your clients, whoever it is that you serve. So today I have my guest is Jerry Fu. I just recently met him and uh, somebody recommended him actually to me. So here we go. So Jerry, tell me, welcome to the show and please um, give an intro, like how did you get started in doing what you're doing now? Yeah, yeah, so uh, to not to go too far into the origin story, but keep it relevant. <laughs> Basically the wake up call was when I got fired from the job and moved to Houston floor. Um, and so I realized I had a lot to learn about conflict and how much I struggled with difficult situations and conversations. And so after I got fired from that job, you know, I ended up at a job where I, my paychecks bounced while I fell for crooked doctors and I had no idea how to confront a crooked boss. Right. Yeah. And so again, the struggle you start to see, it's just, Hey, I don't want to bring up difficult things, even if mm -hmm. I'm the one that's hurting for it. Um, and then same thing happened at the next company that I was fortunate enough to work at. I had technicians that weren't pulling their weight. And so I wasn't writing them up or firing them. And so management actually wrote me up because they said, you know, your passivity, your, you know, Grace is nice. Forgiveness is nice. And to a point, like, you know, they're, you're not, you're not hiring them to just give you excuses and not pull their weight. Right. So how do you balance grace and accountability? And I had no idea how to walk that side through. Right. Right. And then, uh, so as the, on the professional side, I, I realized just how much more I had to improve at difficult conversations. And also on, on the personal side, when I was dealing with volunteer situations where people were being difficult, um, whether it's sexual harassment in the church where I had to confront a guy, you know, in our class who was causing problems or uh, evicting a roommate, right? And so my own personal struggle to engage difficult situations in people uh, is what led me to focus on that when I started my leadership coaching business a couple of years ago, because mm -hmm. you know, I know how much I struggled as, as, a, as an aspiring leader and right. I know how much I want to equip uh, other Asian American professionals in their 20s and 30s that are now starting out and realizing, hey, you know what, I can't spare them from these challenges, but maybe we can equip <laughs> them a little better. So yeah, that yeah. is that is where my heart is. That is kind of like touch on touch point for the legacy, right? This is what I want people to be able to say, Jerry helped me find my voice. Jerry gave me the courage to speak up. And not only did I speak up, but you know, things are better because I was able to speak up. Right, right. I think I think that's a big issue for a lot of people, whether you're Asian or not, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, we're taught when we're growing up to be certain a certain way and some of us aren't really taught to speak up like for me it's easier to talk and speak up for other people than myself and that's I guess why I ended up in ground zero but you know ground zero has its benefits because it helps you to get clear about what the next step is what you need to do right Absolutely. so I appreciate your honesty Jerry and uh the story that you shared with me before we went live. But so tell me some successful uh, client stories you have about that you'd like to share with us. Of course. Yeah. So with uh, one of my early clients, um, he, so he was at one point in a church group, uh, co-ed church group. And so a girl he wanted to ask out. So he asked her out, got her number. And for some reason she wasn't responding to his text or attempts to call him. So he does a little homework online and it turns out she already had a boyfriend. It's like, uh oh, mm. what happened here? So, you know, he's, we we're talking through the situation and he's like, how do I, you know, I can't believe she would do this, right? This is the, and <laughs> so, right, how do we, 
how do we gently bring this up while still not avoiding the, the uncomfortable truth? And so, you know, I just told him, hey, you know, just be curious. Say, hey, help me reconcile something here. You know, you're kind enough to give me your number. I thought you were interested in me. And then it turns out that I found out that you had Boyfriend. like what's going mm-hmm. on right and so we're able to gently bring that up to say hey there's something that's really bothering me and i'm not trying to accuse you of anything but i want yeah. to hear it from you you know please tell me your side of the situation so i can understand right yeah so you know and the call he gave me afterward just to say hey you know she apologized and you know she was just you know she wanted she was just too afraid because she knows how much it takes you know for a guy to ask out a girl and you know yeah. she wanted to reward that, that courage and it's like yeah, great intentions. And, you know, this is not the best action to reward that courage, right? Right. So that was a, that was a simple, not simple, that was a good win for him. Mm-hmm. Um, another client story is when another client had a really passive aggressive boss. He tries calling her after hours and she's at dinner with friends. So she ignores his call. The next day he blows up at her. How dare you, you know, ignore my call. If I need you, I need you. And I don't know how committed you are to this company if you're not willing to you know, kind of be available at a, at a Beck's notice. Right. Right. And so, you know, she calls me and she's like, Hey, how do I, how do I, you know, resolve this situation without possibly getting fired? Right. I'm kind of on eggshells here because on one hand, I'm really frustrated, but I can't afford to lose this job here. So how do I kind of smooth things over Mm -hmm. so that things are at a workable status? And so we talked her through, Hey, you know, uh, Here's a couple of openers that you can use to say, hey, I'm sorry, things aren't better between us, right? You know, I understand mm-hmm. that if you're trying to reach me um, and I didn't respond, you know, I'm sorry if that came across as disrespectful, right? So now you're not actually taking responsibility for something that you don't have to take responsibility for, right? Right. right. And so then, you know, I said, well, let's try posturing the, the conversation for his benefit. Hey, I want to be sure that, I am the best employee I can be for you. Right. And when expectations aren't clear on this, right, um, mm-hmm. it makes it very difficult for me to know if I'm doing a good enough job for you. Because here's the problem, right? Like a lot of passive aggressive bosses, they like to play around in ambiguity because right. it gets an excuse to get mad at you arbitrarily, right? Right, right. So like the clarity is not just, oh, we need to be clear as a boss. It's just like by requesting clarity, that's then he has nowhere to hide his, yeah. you know, his manipulation or his coercion. Uh, and then we said, hey, don't just jot these ideas down on paper. Like, let's go ahead and anticipate this pushback. And also let's rehearse these phrases beforehand, right? So right. role play with me. Yeah. Practice in front of a mirror, right? Record yourself on your phone. How's your body language? How's your voice tone? Are you calm? Are you collected? Right. Uh, do you speak at a, at a pace that shows you're not nervous, that you're relaxed and that you are compassionate? And so, you know, the thank you email I got like the next morning was just like, I still... I still, uh, you know, choke <laughs> up a little bit just thinking about just her when she just said, I don't know how I would have gotten through that without your help, you know, right. I'm just so thankful. Uh, third story, um, one of my recent clients, he's a new boss. He's been in his role for about three weeks and he's dealing with a guy who, uh, a new guy or a new to him, a, mm-hmm. a guy on his new team that has been there for about 10 years, uh, like, really frustrated, really skilled technically, but, um, but is lacking some of the people skills, the softer skills to really motivate mm-hmm. and elevate a team. And so this guy is, you know, super frustrated and other bosses, his previous bosses just kind of gave up on him because every time they tried to give him hard feedback about the areas he needed to improve upon, this guy would get defensive and say, oh, well, you know, yeah, coach me. And then you start to, 
you know, bring yeah. up specifics. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. And he started to get really <laughs> defensive. So, you know, this my client's like, how do I address this guy in a way he's going to take me seriously? How do I make sure that he's not going to be dismissive of my feedback? Right. right. Because I'm, he's going to tell me, you've only been in this role, you know, three weeks. How dare you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> how, how I'm supposed to improve at this, right? So we give him a couple of openers and just say, hey, how does this sound? Like, because I'm not telling him what to do. I'm just saying, here's some couple, here's some phrasing that you could try. You right. know, see what you think of it, right? And I say something like, hey, do you believe um, I want to help you get this promotion? Yeah. Do you acknowledge that as your boss, I'm, a, I'm in a position to have the leverage to help you get the promotion that you're looking for? Well, yeah. It's like, okay. Um, are you willing to hear things that might be difficult for you in order to get this promotion? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Right. And, then so, <laughs> and so now we, like when you posture yourself to say, Hey, I'm, I'm being a guide to get, help you get what you want. Right. Even if it involves like some detours or some obstacles that, you know, the mm -hmm. map shows that you may not like, are you willing to trust me as your guide to get right. to the destination you want? And now he's probably, the guy's probably going to be a lot more receptive to his feedback. And, right. and I told them, my client, I said, give them disclaimers. As soon as you get defensive, this conversation is over. Don't expect me to help you. Right. Yeah. Because as long as you aren't willing to receive my feedback, this will not move forward. Not because I don't want you to move forward, right. but because you know, your previous bosses have given you the same thing. Right. And so now we show him, Hey, what is the cost of ignoring the feedback again? Right. right? So now you put it in his court, you put the ball in his court and you say, Hey, look, um, you know, I can't help you if you're not willing to help yourself. And right. that's where the magic happens. Right. So these are the kind of client wins that I'm trying to, to do for more clients, right. To say, Hey, let's give you some wording. Let's, let's, let's get your, let's get you some muscle memory in the dojo yeah. before you fight out on the street and then you mm -hmm. can go. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting point that you, um, a, a guide, and if you don't want to change, it's it's on your ball court, because I think quite often that happens, you know, when somebody's been there forever, and they haven't moved their position or their role or whatever, and they just want to harass the new person, you know, you, you know, so I, I like your, your stance about that is, be that you're there to support him rather than be your boss kind of thing. You know, it's just a slight little pos positioning statement, really, to say, let me help you, you know, yeah. rather than the other way around. I want your help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a weird thing with servant leadership, because on one hand, it's like they're working for you. But if you're really a servant leader, you're actually working for them. Yeah. Not because they, you know, like hold the keys to your payroll or anything like that. You know, yeah. they obviously don't pay your checks, but uh, it is like, I'd see it in, when I was a pharmacist, right? And I remember it would be like me and one other technician on a, on a slow Sunday and, you know, so a car would roll up in the drive-thru yeah. and I'll be like, can you get that? They'll be like, make me. Yeah. It's like, oh God. <laughs> and then they're like, you can't make me do anything I don't want to do. And you're just like, I hate this. I hate it so much. Yeah, I can uh, certainly um, understand how you really help a lot of people, especially people that have a hard time voicing what they want or what they need and how to get it, you know. So I can certainly, you know, and leaders too, because, you know, I don't know when I grew in my workspace of many years ago, but, um, you know, we'd have bosses that, you know, well, I'm your boss. They have no training. No, nothing. Mm -hmm. And I'm your boss now. And you're going to do as I told. 
you're told, you know, and sometimes it works, but sometimes it's like you're saying you don't create the culture that you really want to be working in or you want a place you want to be in, you know. So what are some of the pain issues besides not getting what you want? Um, do you solve with people, with your leaders? Yeah, yeah, I think um, it's uh, not just about yeah, desire, but really just give them give them a clear path forward, right? Just to say, hey, here's some ideas. Let's, let's give you some tools and some ideas and see how you want to play around with them, right? Mm -hmm. And once I share some of the things in my toolkit, and they say, oh, yeah, I want to try out that wrench. I want to try out that power drill, right? That yeah. looks really fun. I want to try that for myself. And then, you know, we'll report back in two weeks and say, yeah, now that you've had this new tool, how did things go? So uh, an example I'll give is just, you know, with one of my clients, he was scared that his uh, job was going to be eliminated in the next round of layoffs. Right. And he's like, you know, I don't want to just sit here and wait for the wave to roll in and just, you know, wash me ashore. Right. How do I be more proactive in making mm -hmm. sure I, I stay employed? So we'll have you talk to your boss about the kind of role you need to play or the needs that the company mm -hmm. still needs met in order to uh, to justify your salary. Right. Because you know what, maybe I need to do that. And sure enough, what happened? He met with his boss. He knew exactly what he needed to do in order to keep right. in the needs of the company, even if it, even if it involved learning a new skill set, right, mm -hmm. and adapting uh, in order to stay on payroll. But you know, that was just the reassurance that he needed. Hey, you know what? I don't have to be scared and, and hope that they yeah. like me enough to not lose my job. I can take a more active uh, role in making sure that I stay employed. And I think when people realize, hey, don't focus on what you can't control. I yeah. still can control something. Hey, yeah. why don't I just do that? Yeah. 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 It's about controlling what you can do, not the other person, right? Because you can't control the other person. Oh, good luck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said too, that they work. I work for them. They don't work for me. I think that's what Gary V um, always says, you know, mm -hmm. this is, you know, we're in the position of them, us working for them. And I think that's a really good different position to take so tell us um tell me a little bit more about the clients you like to work with yeah yeah my heart goes out <laughs> to asian professionals in their 20s and 30s whether okay. they grew up here right and there's a culture clash between what they grew up hearing from their parents and then seeing what you know right. happens actually in the workspace or maybe they've just recently immigrated to the u.s and realizing right. hey um yeah you know the culture i came from there's a language barrier on top of communication barrier and cultural right. norms barrier. Yeah. I need someone who knows both worlds in mm -hmm. order to help me navigate so things don't get misconstrued. Um, right. So whether it's conflict between what I grew up thinking to my own definition of success to the definition of success my parents want for me, right? Um, mm -hmm. Those are the people I have a heart for because they realize it's like I have conflict with my family. I have conflict with my boss. I have conflict in myself right. because I thought, you know, this life where I finished med school, married this smart, pretty woman and yeah. had, you know, wonderful kids and had a house in the suburbs was supposed to satisfy me. But right. I've just realized I've inherited a different set of challenges. Like this, this life, this wheel of life has not ended just because I achieved the success. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it ironic is that, you know, for a while, because my, my own pre-med dreams were not realized. And I just was, I got resentful that I thought I was missing out. And then I yeah. see my friends who do have these things and they're like, Jerry, like this doesn't end. <laughs> you know, this didn't end just because we got what we wanted. 
Like, yeah. Life is still going on. It's like, right. oh my. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I liked what you shared earlier before we recorded about how you, you, your mother wanted you to be a certain way and how mm-hmm. you didn't want that anymore. And how yeah. were you going to get it? And, um, and like you were saying, I, I agree with you in but Asians and because they have that culture thing. You can talk directly to them and they just look at you like, what are you saying? <laughs> you we don't know, know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, oh, I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the safety valve. <laughs> no, no language there, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not just with Asians either, but that's uh, typically, you know, when I'm, you know, trying to talk to people and I talked to everybody, but it was just kind of that kind of thing is, you know, so yeah. So it's like they stuck into what do I say? How can I communicate better? How can it be more effective? How do I get out of my own little community of who I am and who I work for and what I do and enjoy the greater life things. Right. Yeah. 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 So tell me a little bit about, um, your um your legacy i think we talked about the legacy of your life so what is it that kind of impact do you want to make yeah yeah um i think some of the things i hope to hear at my funeral assuming i can even hear (laughs) at my funeral (laughs) i hope people say jerry made me a better leader Um, Jerry inspired me to go out and dance more. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry inspired me to travel more and experience new cultures and immerse himself in things. Mm-hmm. Jerry inspired me to read more because there's so many good books out there. Jerry right. inspired me to get into cooking because cooking is another creative outlet that just is very generous and rich and just multiplies on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, Jerry made inspired me to to really, yeah, just have a, a more global perspective on things so that mm-hmm. I can do my part to help everyone feel seen, heard, and respected. Right, right. That's a wonderful uh, legacy, Jerry. Very, very nice. Very nice. So anything you'd like to final say before we close out? Is there something that you would like to ask for that you don't have yet? <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I'm happy to, to point people toward the free a downloadable digital guide that I have as a simple framework to navigate difficult conversations. Okay. And you can find that on my website. Specifically, the site is www.adaptingleaders.com forward slash guide. Okay. And uh, you can download that for free. It's got, uh, you know, the five steps you need and uh, see what kind of dividends it pays for you when you try it for yourself. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. And Jerry's information will be below this, um, conversations so you can find out more information about Jerry and um, how he can help you or serve you. So, and I'm sure that uh, there are many people that really would like your services, Jerry. So thank you for joining me today and uh, have a wonderful weekend and be kind to each other. So that's what we're all here for. Be kind. So thank you very much, Jerry, for joining me today. I so appreciate you taking your time out of your business schedule. And uh, we'll be chatting with you soon. Thanks. Great. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.